Welcome everyone to another episode of Talking Wit, W.I.T. Kevin and Son. Today, we have a very special guest. He's a father, social activist, entrepreneur, over 35 years in the business of entertainment, and he's a friend. He's more than just funny. He's T. Kirkland. Uh, this episode is brought to you by RMK Productions and 10 United Podcasts. Through the power of story, our mission is to uplift, inspire, share stories and experiences and perspectives using the framework of teaching and learning. Our purpose is hope, helping other people every day. We have an individual here that has done it all. You're talking about a story that had no hope to a story that is helping and creating hope for everyone else. Welcome to our um, to our show, Mr. T.K. Kirkland. That's a great intro, Kev. Thank you, brother. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. you. You know I'm a writer, so I had to, I had to put that together <laughs> for you. I wanted to impress yes, you. Yes, sir. So, uh, um, T.K., you know, no one, where, where we're at right now and the people that know us now, a lot of people don't know our story. They don't know your backstory of your relationship, your mom, dad, how you grew up and whatever. So there's always a beginning. Let's go ahead and take our listeners back to introduce them to not the T.K. that we know today, the truth, T.K. Let's share with, with our listeners today um, the young man that grew up in J Jersey, track star, mm -hmm. Matter of fact, go back before you became a track star. Talk about your parents, your brothers and sisters, that life before. TK, go ahead and, and um, enlighten our people. Well, you know, my life was kind of unique, I, I think. Um, my parents was, was in my life, my mother and dad, but um, as a 14, I had tragedy in my house. Like, my dad drowned in, in Long Island, swimming off the beach on the undercurrent um, in the ocean. So that was the, the beginning of tragedy. Um, at my home, and then I actually saw the decline of both my brothers because once my dad died, um, my brothers and them went left and went a total down um, the wrong path. So my oldest brother winds up um, getting murdered. My youngest brother um, gets AIDS. Um, my mom dies of cancer years later. But what happened for me was, um, you know, everybody's different. So I just have ambition in me, even to this day. You know, to be my age, I still get up and thrive and still want to achieve. So my um, background was, I guess, people who were hung around me. But winning and determination still has to be in you. You can have people who can mentor. You got people that can inspire you. But if it's not in your DNA, you can truly go off to another lane that is not... Um, um, successful. So I had a coach named Mr. Wilbur Jones, who was my high school coach. So I listen to people. I take everything in, whether it's good or bad. I keep what's good. I, uh, I delete what's bad. So all, all over all these years, um, starting as a child, believe it or not, I take things from people. So Mr. Jones and is a very important part of my legacy and my determination because he puts that as a coach. He puts that DNA, a good coach puts that DNA in you that you will use for the rest of your life. So one of his greatest lines was, um, anybody can run when they're tired. It's can you run when you're tired? So I'm tired, but man, I'm still doing my thing. So I've, I've taken that and just applied it. And, you know, has a couple of um, mishaps in the game where, you know, you get off track. But the goal is that I got back on track and it, it, it's been a blessing. So I take all that to be a great 
I'm dad to my children. Uh, my kids are very successful. They're healthy. Uh, everybody's in college, uh, athletes, um, business, music industry, um, psychologists, dentists. Um, I have no complaints. That that's in, impressive. I, I think you you listed five different professions. So I'm taking it you got five different kids. Yes, I have five. Which one is your favorite? They all. Everybody knows that Trinity is my baby because she reminds me of my mom. So I, I I love them all, but Trinity for some reason, because my mom died right before she was born. So um, there's a special connection there with my daughter, you know. So, but I, I love them all, do our thing, and never been married. So people who are married, um, as of right now, don't believe in marriage. So that's, that's just me. I I, I believe in um, being with one woman, but I don't believe in being married. Um, now, since we're talking about your kids, are any of your kids following in your footsteps? And they even want to be like actors or comedians? Nope. I'm win- and I'm Not black. <laughs> and let me tell you, you know, a lot of people um, talk to me about entertainment and how to get entertainment. See, I discourage people from coming into the entertainment world. Hmm. And one of my reasons I always give, I always say, if I was a professor and I asked you to do research on actors, actresses, writers in Hollywood, you would come back with a horrific research paper. And it would be horrific because we don't get the great opportunities that um, whites get in that business. So yes, you can get lucky, but man, it's a struggle. So you really gotta have a side hustle. You gotta have all these other things going on to pursue that dream. So I try to put people in control of their own life meaning create a, your own business, um, get a trade, something that you don't have to depend on another person's opinion to be successful. That's, that's, that's just hard. I don't, I don't understand that. Like you, you could be the greatest person in the world, but because you could, the way you look, maybe you could be overweight. You could be the wrong complexion, but could be the most talented person in the world. Somebody else who don't even know this business, right. Who happened mm-hmm. to, college who happened to know someone got a job to tell you how to do what you're good at oh, man that's, that's that's hard yeah i agree with that that's that's where i'm at right now i'm, I'm getting i'm getting sick and tired of lining other people's pockets and listening to what right. they have to say yeah right exactly so you gotta put your money together whatever you're trying to do and make your own decisions like a lot of people wanted me to do netflix on um, my, my my special girl who raised you and the thing I liked about um, going with Amazon Prime was I was in control of my okay. own project. I knew what date I was going to release it. I knew the name of the time. I knew what I wanted to cover to look like. I have a team who makes sure we had all the specs that everything was right to put on Amazon Prime. And I am able to keep knowing of the numbers of okay. how it makes it out calling them saying um can we get the accounting what's the accounting number except even though netflix don't do that i think netflix pays you out and that's it they give you one lump sum and they done with you but that's what um i like I, because in the 90s i had to go through people like even though mm. I, I was the most talented but this person knew that person so if i call that person this person introduced me to this person this person it doesn't take their job very seriously. What I mean by that is 
A man to me is a man who can tell another man or woman yes or no without lingering them along, without when you call, can I call you back? When I call, you know, can I get back to you in a couple of days? Can I call secretary says, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. And then um, when you have an idea, everybody has an opinion, right? So mm-hmm. tell somebody an idea and guess what they do? Man, I like that, but maybe you shoot this. Well, damn it, it's my opinion. It's my, my vision, it's my dream, it's my conversation. I put all this in, but you say yes to them because nine times out of 10, they hold the power yeah. to check. You're exactly right. I, I had a conversation yesterday with someone and we were talking about LeBron James and yeah. we were talking about how rich um, um, LeBron James is. And I said, look, I think about it this way. LeBron James is wealthy. He's not rich. The guy that writes his paycheck is rich. Right. Okay. When you can pay right. 11 other people, you know, seven figures multiple times or whatever, and you can still live your life, that's rich. And that's oh, one yeah. of the things is when we started RMK Productions, uh, our, our mission was to, to set out and, and make us independent, to give a voice to a uh, class of people that w- didn't have a voice, didn't have a position in Hollywood, didn't have a uh, position in media. And we're looking out for handouts in order to get a hand. And my grandfather always said he didn't mind giving you um, a hand, but he wasn't going to haul you around for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, we are either as people, no matter what race, no matter what gender or what our preference is, we're either shackled to someone's dream. And, and if that's what, what your position is, it's okay. Or we're a dot until opportunity provides itself. Like yourself, Mr. TK, the truth, Kirkland. Um, that started his own media management company that allowed himself to be in the, in the, the um, conversations with Sandra Bullock, allowed himself to be in conversations with D.L. Hughley, Hughley, allowed himself to be in conversations and business with Michael Epps, and the list goes on and on. And that's the reason why, you know, RMK Productions is surrounding themselves with people like yourself mm-hmm. to educate our own people, to bring us back, um, and to have our own voice, to have our own studio, we should have, we should be our own Black Hollywood. And um, I want to ask you a, a question. And um, we experienced during COVID a lot of change, and we also witnessed history repeating itself. The only difference is it was on videotape. T.K. Kirkland, when you talk to your kids, especially your sons, about what they witnessed with George Floyd, how do you prepare your sons? for the conversation and the world that they're going to have to um, face going forward without dad being present? How do you prepare them? Well, the only thing you could truly do is live by example. I don't, we don't really talk about it too much, believe it or not. My presence alone, they know that daddy used to be a street hustler. They know daddy's a businessman, but I conduct myself as a man. I move a certain way. I talk to people a certain way. And my kids pick up that and I watch them from afar and I see that they move exactly like their dad. What's so crazy, even my daughters move like their dad. They they don't speak out of turn. Um, they know how to stay out the way. Um, what I have seen what happened with George Floyd, with a lot of people, and I always tell the truth when I talk, the, the problem with most young kids today is 
they not man enough to go to jail. Everything is an argument with the police officers when they get pulled over, et cetera, et cetera. And I explain to people that even though there are corrupted cops in here, and even though sometimes you are doing something wrong, the, the thing about being a man is you get caught, you go to jail and you bail out. You don't argue with the police. You don't talk mess to them why they are trying to uh, conduct the investigation. You not you don't use cursing at them. Because I always tell people the goal is to get home. So when the cops pull you over, you this is when everything about your parents, if you do have them, comes out to say, yes, sir, no, sir. If you got a warrant, you got ID, go to jail because you live to see another day. If you start fronting, oh, you pull me over, you start attacking them verbally, now they're nervous. They don't know what you're going to do. And it's gotten so bad now, we are at a point where everybody is nervous. The cop is nervous, he's going to pull out the gun. The young man is nervous because he don't know if the cop's going to kill him. So, and you got to be lucky, Cal. You could be, and you still can say all those things, you still can do all that. And you can have the the worst cop in the world, and he'll still take your life. So there, um, to the people listening, there is no um, no right way. All you gotta do is just be careful and do your thing, because um, I would hate to be that person that would get tested to see what I would do if somebody did something to my child. I would hate to, I really would hate that. I would really hate for someone to put me in that position to see what I would do. I, and. I think that's my answer to that. I, I live by example with my children. Well, TK, you know something? Um, as, as a man of color, speaking to another man of color, we, we know that uh, the biggest price that we are ever going to have is our relationship with our kids. We're never going to be held to a higher standard or judge harder than we are with our kids. And I completely understand what you said. It's like, you know... I try to be the peacemaker. I try to, you know, always have the sound mind, but I do draw the line. Um, there, there, there's nothing but a warrior in me when it comes to defending my kids, and my kids both know that. And with my son being part of this uh, legacy of um, talking with Kevin and, and son, I, I got to prepare him and, and be honest with him. You know, I, I don't think Theo and I have ever had a conversation, no matter how uncomfortable, that it wasn't uh, genuine and true. Okay. Am I right? I would agree. Yeah. yeah. From a very young age, definitely. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Just like your business, Kev. See, I always try to enlighten people on podcasts because a lot of people do podcasts just to do podcasts. The, the business I, the, the knowledge I try to give people to podcasts is make sure you get your numbers up on the podcast. Keep a, a rhythm of how many followers. And once people get over 8,000 um, viewers, Consistently, then I put people up on game to get sponsorships. The podcast business for a show like yours is $200,000 a year. And a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people just get up every day, talk about they got a podcast and just put it on. But no one is seeking advertising dollars. No one is trying to get their numbers up to get a podcast. The goal is what you're doing is to get the numbers up so sponsors will send you a check. And here's the other hustle. The other hustle in the podcast business is everybody has a neighborhood. So if you go to different people in your neighborhood and you say, hey, I have this particular podcast, I reach over three, 4,000 people, I would like to sponsor you, but it's a fee. You can go to 
9, 10, 15, 20, depending on your grind, depending on your hustle. Every month or every week, however you want to calculate it, people are giving you a check to do local. So now it's possible you can make $1,500, $3,000, $4,000 a month. Easy sponsorship money without even paying somebody back along what you got to do. It's just the new hustle in the game because you could take their product. You could take their flyers. You could just mention them. Hey, um, everybody, um, this is, um, I'm talking to my girl, Sandra from Fish Fry down the street who makes the best fish in the area when you're in such and such piece stuff. I say, oh, man, but people don't think like that. My mind is always on the dollar. Well, believe it or not, my, my mind is um, uh, not directly towards the dollar, but it's directed towards the impact of the way that um, we impact our people, and the dollar just happens to be the pro part of the process. With RMK Productions, our ultimate goal is collaboration. You know, we know that there's 1,730,000, uh, 100,000 people out there podcasting. There's only uh, less than 1% of us that look like us that are doing as well as you are. Um, wow. I'm trying to bring those people together. I'm trying through collaboration. We, we are creating a network of people that have a call of action with RMK Productions. So we're only looking for quality people. You know, you've said it earlier, you, you are guilty by association, but you also ex are successful by the, the surroundings of the people that you, you have within the, your network. So, you know, it's just like you, TK, I called and says, look, I got to interview you. I want to introduce you to my, to my son. You yes. picked up the phone and says, when can we do this? You, yes. you're in, you know, we're on East Coast time, you're in Vegas time. So there, there's a three hour difference. And I thank you, my brother, for, for getting up early. And I know you went to the gym because I went in the gym, too, and I was grinding just as hard because I know when I was benching, I said, I got to do two more than TK because I know what he's doing. <laughs> but, um, you know, we're trying to educate young um, podcasters to say, one, the first investment's got to be in yourself. But we have a network that streams global that we can connect you to. We can make it easy. So when we market our company, we market our company as one podcast. So everyone's collectively downloads and their views and so forth. We are all connected. Each of our groups, each of our social media, and I'm going to ask you to do the same thing, is to share this with your, your people, and I'm going to support you, and I'm going to support the people that's connected to you, and this podcast is, is going to grow. Not only am I doing that, I'm bringing in Bollywood. I've got one of their biggest stars that's going to be streaming their, their movies that can't that's normally not seen in the United States to RMK Productions. We're, we're looking for co comedians. They can't get on the stage like you. They've got a gift. We're going to do it from there. You know, nice, nice. supposed to be on here to do our cooking show. Um, but our whole purpose is to give back to our community. You know, RMK Productions, want, we, we want to make sure that there's a, a, a young man or woman that does not have the financial wherewithal to get a college education. In a year from now, we want to be in a position to pay his full tuition. We know right. that there's a mother that's trying to, to hold it down, you know, that doesn't have a father present. We want to make sure that she's able to have a home and live in a neighborhood where the opportunity of her sons growing from 1 to 18 to 25 is in her favor and not in a, in a neighborhood that, you know, living past 14 is a goal. You know, we, right. we also want to um, provide an opportunity and create a platform that our black community, our black business people, we want to end hunger in our, in our neighborhoods. And we can do this collectively if everyone gets together and says, look, Every child needs to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. There's no excuse. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, to make sure that we don't, we're not providing our children with government ed educations, 
that they graduate with a trade and understand how to do a business plan, how to set up a, uh, a business itself and work for themselves, or you know, learn about the, the real business of uh, entertainment and make a choice to say, look, I can, I can make a living like James Earl Jones just talking. We don't know we have that opportunity. You know, right. they have access to a TK Kirkland to say, well, let me find out um, the, the truth about the entertainment business. Let me not step on the landmines. Or like my son woke up one morning and went to um, Culinary Institute. When he told me he was going to the CIA, I said, no, my, my son's not working for the government. I had no idea what that was. Right. You know? but, um, <laughs> but you're doing it, TK. You know, tell us a little bit about your management company. Well, my management company, I, I haven't managed anybody in years because I feel like the world has truly changed. So I don't like babysitting people anymore. You know, you have to have a, um, a patience now to these young artists that you got to babysit. And some of the artists are not um, equipped, so to speak. No credit cards, no bio, no um, determination. So I don't manage no more. But I had a great run in the management game. Um, I, I managed everybody from, well, started a lot of people from D.O. Hughley to Mike F. Um, my company managed Sandra Bullock, Anthony Michael Hall, John Lucasamo. Um, my team was a gentleman named David Kleeman and Tommy Chestero. Um, it, it, it was a great journey at that time. We're still doing some things. And now I'm doing some stuff with the rapper Little Baby and, and Twister and the music business. And just keeping myself um, creative. I got something on the table that's huge, but I learned over the years that until all the element components are together that you don't talk about it till the the final check is signed so hopefully we'll be coming back um doing this again after this huge deal that i'm working on is closed and it's something that's so big is um it's going to outlive me and that's the thing i always tell people create something that will outlive you and this is going to be one of those things that i'm truly excited about it and that, that's why I write books, and that's why my son's here. But uh, I, I hope I'm getting one of those phone calls that, um, you know, you, you gave me in January. He said, Kev, you know, it's about to happen. Okay? Right. So uh, I hope I'm still on that short list. Yeah, yeah. It's only, and it, was, it was crazy. It's still the same deal. So one part of the deal is actually done. It's awesome. So now it's the other deals that's going on that we're um, pursuing, and we hope that um, it'll be done anytime soon. All right, Theo. All right. Um, I don't have a lot more time left before I go to work, so I just wanted to ask you one quick question before I go. I just wanted to know if you could change anything in your life, what would it be? And um, well, if well, if you would, what would it be? And if not, why wouldn't you? Mm, that's a good. Point. If I could change anything in my life, I wish I would have had one baby mama. Okay. <laughs> I wish. I wish all my children was under one roof. And that I was married to a, a decent woman who um, I truly would love and, and, and desire and just love just one person. But in that area of love and everything, oh, I'm gone. Yo. I'm changing yeah. my life. It's hey, <laughs> It's never too late, man. Uh, no, nah, it's too late for me. But <laughs> um, the kids, man, it's awesome. And people say they'll never change their kids because the kids is here. Well, I always say, well, if they wasn't born, you would have never knew them. So you wouldn't have felt a certain way, right? But they're here. Um, 
always tell people to play the hand that you dealt. That's how you can live a better life because people who get depressed, people who get hurt, is because they look at somebody else's hand and how they are playing their game. And if you try to play somebody else's game, guess what? You're going to get a stride and lose focus on what you're trying to do. I got you. I got you. All right. Well, thank you. It was great meeting with you. And you take care of yourself. Stay focused. Don't let nothing deter you from getting off your square, as we say. I will. I will. All right. Thank you, man. Uh, I'll let my dad finish up the conversation. Yes, sir. With you. All right. All right. You guys have a good day. Uh, TK, what are you working on now? Because I, I know you always got something going on. Well, I'm working on a lot of things. But like I said, until certain checks are done, I, I don't talk about it. This is what you learn in the business because I'm quite sure you've been here in a situation where you can't get everything is looking good. You get you wake up one morning, you think you're about to get a check and they don't want to do the deal. Yeah. So, am I right? So Yeah, you're exactly right. Yep. So in life, what you do is even when you get the check, it still may not come out. Yep. So you got to check and then you still got to wait for it to come out for it to be official. So and that's the and that's the reason why um, I started RMK Productions. I wanted to be in control of my own faith. I surrounded yep. myself with a team that has the same dream and the same same purpose. And. And the other thing is, like, even when I talk, you know, talk to my podcasters, they keep saying, you know, how do I get a guest? You know, how, you know, whatever. I'm saying, put people in your podcast that you want to talk to. Put put a person so on your podcast that you could depend on. Yep. See, yeah. see, see, my podcast. What I did, I never hardly talked to anybody in the entertainment business. Never. And not that I dislike anybody. I don't deal with people in entertainment because people have schedules. People are so busy and you're not as important as you are. They, are not, they, they, they just don't see you as an important. So when you depend on other people, they could put you in a position to let you down. Now I was tired. I had, I had, I was so busy, but I made sure that I kept my word with you out of respect. Like that meant, to me, I said, I gotta do this cab. He been talking to me like you'd have been you'd have, it'd have been horrible. I'd have called you this morning and said, I can't do it. Uh you don't have to worry about me. I'd have been on a plane, been in, in front of your, your door with a mic and said, TK, sit your ass down, let's go. Right. <laughs> so we need people that'll keep their word. So I avoided the entertainment industry totally. You know, I find in my journey that the average person has a story. So I deal with people, if I meet them, they talking to me, I say, hey, can I put you on my podcast? I take that person and use them on my show to inspire millions around the world, whether they've gone through something, whether they're about to go through something, their story is going to touch. So I've done 243 episodes of the TK Kirkland, Charlemagne the God, executive producer, but I came in the gate with Turbo because I had the whole staff of the breakfast club and soundcloud all behind me so um i'm in a uh, i was in a different position but that fell in my lap it wasn't something i wanted to do because i didn't even know what a damn podcast was i kept saying they want me to do an ipod i, I, I thought it was an ipod i was saying it all <laughs> so here we are five years later so it's it's, it's a good look well i i had the same same standard i i, I said i you know 
you know, I, I've been an uh, actor. I have not been as successful as you are. You have been, but I was successful because I got a shot to, to you know, to be in a Mark Wahlberg film. I got a shot to be, um, you know, in um, uh, a couple of other films. I got a chance to be on All My Children and One Life to Live. And, well, not All My Children, Guiding Light and One Life to Live. I've done commercials, but I also know the, the same way. It's like when I d decided to do Talking with Kevin, I said the one thing I didn't want to do, I didn't want to uh, have anyone on my show that was um, not giving back. And my whole life is, you know, you've got to be making a deposit and not a withdrawal. Um, and so I, I didn't want to be part of someone that was just coming over and say, well, Kev, you got a decent following. I want to be on your show so I can go ahead and promote mine. If you're not helping the community, you're, you're not serving anything other than yourself. And God, you know, always says he's, he sends his strongest warriors out in the battle. And I, I'm doing battle every single day trying to educate our young people, trying to educate our young men like you have to step up and be responsible. I'm trying mm -hmm. to educate our, our, our women to stop making horrible decisions and bringing young people into this world when they're not prepared for the world themselves. I mean, mm -hmm. you and I say the same thing. We just say it a little differently. Um, but um, I'm, I'm trying to open those doors. And through example and through the power of story, because everyone has a story to tell, talking with Kevin and Son and RMK Productions provides a platform for these people to have a voice. There are a lot of stories that never get told. There are young brothers and sisters that have been standing on the front line of COVID you know, sacrificing their life, and we've got individuals that won't wear a mask and that are, that are jeopardizing their life. And uh, I, I know I just took the interview to a whole nother uh, conversation, um, but, you know, we're both in a position uh, of our own power. And I, I am, I will say this a hundred times, and I've sent you a text. Every time I talk to you, I send you a text. I always say, I'm proud of you, TK. And I, you know, I've heard other people introduce you, and I always say, TK, the truth Kirkland. That's my ta tagline for you, brother, because you speak it, um, you say it, and, you know, you have conversations, and I say this often, com you know, education is not designed to make you comfortable, and please steal this phrase from me, it's designed to make you think, mm -hmm. all right, and that's yeah. what we, we have to do as, as people of color, we have to stop reacting to the system that is playing us. And we need to educate ourselves in order to create a system that works for us and not against us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I told you, you know, um, life is like a Rubik's cube, my man. You gotta get all the colors in order, and that's and every day that's a challenge. And people just gotta know how to think and be clever and um put themselves in good positions because a lot of people don't have great beginnings, right? Some people come from nothing and end up successful. Some people um, uh, dig holes too deep that they can't get out of. And this is just life. And all we can do is give the people the information. It's up to them how they process it. All right, TK, if you had one takeaway you know, to, to leave our, our guests, what would your message be to, to our listeners that's listening to the TK story on talking with Kevin and son? What would you what, what do you want them to take away from this um, interview? To stay humble and but move with a purpose. Sorry, it's all about choices, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we can reach TK Kirkland um, on his Instagram. Yes, at TK underscore Kirkland. You listen to my podcast 
every Monday, the TK Kirkland um, podcast. Um, we just dropped one today. It's like cover your uh, uh, ass with insurance. So we're telling people not do you just get life insurance, but read your policy. Because a lot of people get insurance, not know their policy, take a loan sometimes out on their policy, maybe just $600 and not really pay it back. So they do compound interest on the, the $600. And they say, you know, a lady who I'm into guy, Julius, who was representing her, wound up having to pay $17,000 because she took $600 out years ago for $17,000. I mean, it's now $17,000. So she's in debt. So to people listening, get your life insurance, take care of yourselves, but read your policy, know what you're doing. If you take if you take out a loan against your policy, it's a small amount, it doesn't go away. You have to pay it back because at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, the, the main thing in life is it's not how well you live, it's how well you die. So remember that. I've seen a lot of people who live a great life but because they was in denial, they didn't put money aside to protect themselves as they get old, end up in the most horrible shelters, your children don't come see you, or you could be very, very successful and somebody who knows the game um, can talk to the state and the state will come in and put a guardianship on you, take everything from you and take you away from your children. So you always got to think, you always got to prepare, and you got to stay ready so you don't have to get ready. All right. Um, ladies and gentlemen, our, our listeners, we have covered so much information. You know, we sat here and we listened to TK, the truth, Kirkland. He shared. He's enlightened you. Hopefully something he said touched you within your soul that changes your view from the window that you're sitting at right now. We, we ask that you um, subscribe and you follow TK. Hit him up on his um, Instagram or was it IG? Is that what they call it? Instagram is TK underscore Kirkland, ladies and gentlemen. Twitter is also TK Kirkland. And the podcast is the TK Kirkland podcast. And I think that um, it will inspire you somehow, some way. Yep. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. And TK, you are, you have an open door to come back. Um, yes, sir. And anytime. Thank you. And matter of fact, we have um, a, a podcast, One Queen, Two Kings, that um, you, you said you had some dynamic daughters. Come on as a father, bring your daughters on, let's tell their story, because I, I, I hear that they're going out and putting it down just like the way their dad is. Oh, and yeah. um, that podcast is all about, you know, strong men, uplifting, inspiring women, and women giving something back. So you're more than welcome to come back, and I hope you share and connect if you have any of your, your friends in your social circle that um uh has a conversation that needs to be shared there there's an open door for them so ladies and gentlemen we appreciate you turning in to um this event rmk production and attend podcast united and um you know my grandfather always said when you get to a position that you can help someone it is your duty reach one teach one adopt this hashtag find 1000 reasons to be kind to someone this is kevin mclemore and Theo McLemore, and we fade the black.